when Tanner gets here, I'm going to be like, is he coming? I don't think he is. I don't, he heard from him. Oh, I don't think he is. <sighs> Which is fine. You know, Tanner. I was, ready to, I was ready to talk some Bong Joon Ho with him. I watched Snowpiercer. Oh. Well, today. Well, today, yeah, today's only Force Vision, so. I could talk to you. Next week, we can talk some Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. But, uh, huh. Yeah, Tanner, obviously, yeah, you know, he's got a lot of stuff on his plate right now with the move in, moving in with the girlfriend. Yeah. um, Adjusting to life over there, so. He's just down the road, though. Literally. Oh, here you go. Yeah, yeah, hit that. Nope. Nah, there you go. There you Purple. Go. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, you can... Is it a Philips Hue? It's not a Hue. It's like the cheap version. Oh. Are you going to be on this pod with us? I brought, I'll probably be on whatever I see on this side. That's all right. Because I was yeah. going to say, I could just sit right next to Max on the same couch. All three of us just sitting next, <laughs> next to each other doing this podcast. It you is, have to have this couch in view. But I do like this couch. It's nice and comfy <clears throat> on this. So it's, it is. It does the trick, my friend. The only thing that would make this better if we had some coffee. Mine broke. This lady bought me one. Oh boy. Which is fine. I never made fucking coffee here anyway. Oh. Well. Well, listeners, let's start a GoFundMe to get Jordan a new coffee maker. Thirty dollars. Yeah, if we raise twenty to thirty dollars, or even eight bucks for one at Savers, we can make this happen. But um, huh. I need an espresso machine, please. <laughs> that one, you just we we go fund you an entire coffee bar. Ooh, there we go. I like this. <laughs> Literally, guys, let's espresso get it done. with the cream whipper or steamer, coffee machine, cream every, everything you could ever want. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, huh. what you drinking there, Jay? Uh, it's a Boulevard wheat. If anyone would like a beer, there is one or two wheats left, and a couple Space Campers. I think a six pack, and mm. some Hardway Double IPAs. Oh, that is that is tempting. You want one? <clears throat> I don't know because I don't want to. I don't want to weaken my immune system with the coronavirus going around. Um. I think I'm. I think I'm good for I'm now. I'm gonna pass, Jay. I'm gonna pass on this one, though. It's we're long overdue to try and do a drunk cinematic episode. At some point, we'll have to try and make that happen. Yeah, <clears throat> but we did a drunk force vision in. Uh, were we drunk? Chicago. Oh, we were drunk then. Yeah, that was. We did do a drunk force vision. We. Oh, we, in the yeah, hotel room. We had bought in yeah. like five ten dollar beers at that place, and you know. We, they you know we made every every last drop count so but that was and then we drank more in the hotel room which was also fun so it was we had to start taking from the fridge just because we ran out oh, and those it was wonderful too nothing about that trip was cheap Mm-mm. but i can't wait for anaheim though anaheim's gonna be awesome it's gonna be a great time is that where it's at this year or whenever yep. the next time it is it is uh, 20 august, yeah, august 27th yeah weekend of august 27th uh in Anaheim, so it's going to be a blast. Going to go out early, go to L.A. Spend a couple days in L.A., that's the game plan, or a day and a half in L.A., and then uh, then we're driving to Anaheim Thursday uh, morning when the event begins, and we'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So nice. We've got it all sorted and situated. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a blast. Nice. But without further ado, let's go ahead and just get this podcast on the road. On today's episode, 
We're going to be discussing Cloney. Cloney Boy Palps. Apparently, that is now canon. Was <laughs> it for a oh, God, I was so confused. Cloney. Shout out <laughs> Clo- George, George Clooney. Clooney. Cloney. The Palpatine himself. We'll be talking about that new canonized theory, or theory that was canonized. We'll also talk about the reveal of Project Luminous, which has now been titled The High Republic. That's right, Star Wars, The High Republic. And we'll be talking a few other things that we saw in the headlines this week. So without further ado, let's dive in. This is the Force Vision Podcast. Hey, I was really, it was really uh, wor- like wondering what, what the other stuff was referring to. Um, other was stuff is probably in like you know whatever we wanted to talk about. Oh shit! Nothing really Just outside of that. Um, I wanted to lead off though with something I haven't been watching, but I know you have. I don't know if you've been watching the new episodes, but Tim, any <clears> thoughts <throat> on the Clone Wars and the uh, the recent releases on Disney Plus? Well, I'm glad you asked. I actually have watched the episodes, so I didn't. I didn't want to hold off. Uh, Drew Drew wanted to wait until more episodes came to, came out so we could binge it, but I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go and watch it. It's pretty good. Um, the animation quality is a lot better than it was because i mean it's been about what five six years since it's the still last the same style out. yeah still the same okay. style styles uh same voice actors and all of that um so i mean we haven't really like dove too deep into the season yet so nothing's really um taken off but it, it's pretty interesting i mean it's just nice to have more content um and just seeing all those those people um you know, come back and continue the story. I'm just excited to see where it's going to go, uh, specifically with it tying into Revenge of the Sith um, and eventually, you know, having that overlap, introducing some characters from Rebels um, and revisiting, you know, Mandalore with Ahsoka and Darth Maul. There was a really funny bit. Uh, someone took a screenshot of, or no, it wasn't even a screenshot. Like, I think official Star Wars website posted a picture of, like Anakin and Padme, and he's con- talking to Padme over like hol- you know hologram, yeah, and a clearly <laughs> early trimester pregnant Padme is talking to Anakin, and the caption that like Star Wars put on this is an oblivious young Skywalker does not realize Padme is already pregnant, and someone took a screenshot of that and posted on Twitter and said he's an idiot. But he's already it, <laughs> and I just started laughing. Like she clearly has a baby bump, but maybe Anakin just like you know what? Hey, I like my girls a little thick. I'm not gonna comment on this. A little little bit in the midsection she's been, uh, is what I like. A little she's belly. Been, she's been feasting on Corazon. That's that my, it. Could be. I mean, that's that's what he's gone to thinking. the gone to the local pizza street. He's like, listen, it's wartime. Yeah, Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, it's Alfredo, wartime. Alfredo cheese pizza. Oh, there we go. It, you know, we're in war times right now. Uh, dessert. Little P- stress. Breadstick thingy, whatever it is. All you can eat. Ice cream machine. <laughs> oh boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, your face, Max. Mm-hmm. You're not a fan of Pizza Street? Oh, uh, no. I like Pizza Street you're, once every eight years. You don't like shitting yourself <laughs> uncontrollably? See, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how being, I am with Pizza Street. Being I, at Pizza Street, it's good. Afterwards, it's bad. Yes. It's very bad. I don't think anyone has ever left Pizza Street that is above the age of five and gone, you know what? I'm, I'm glad I ate that. Uh, I do. You know what? <laughs> the Heffernan boys. Yeah. They thoroughly loved the Pizza Street. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember going there often. Oh, God. I need to throw these shoes away. Like, how often is often? That's uh, bad. 
<laughs> I don't know. More than <laughs> these, uh, I just like put my fingers in there and I was like, you know what? I wonder if my shoes have been like, I was smelling this weird smell and I, I did a little sniff of my fingies and I was like, oh my God. The shoes. I need to get something for that. But yeah, uh, what were we saying about Pizza Street, Jay? Uh, probably, I don't know, quite often, maybe like once every two weeks. Like pretty. Are you they serious? Rec- they recommended it. Oh, quite I thought you a bit. said you were you were going to oh, Pizza no, Street no, once no, every no, two weeks. No, no, I'm no. like, fuck that. I was like, <laughs> what? I know, I know my limits of Pizza Street. I was like, oh like, my god, man. Maybe once a two years. Yeah. Now that exactly. It takes never. it takes a while for you to recover. Dude, honestly, the last time I went to Pizza Street, I think I was a junior or senior in high school, and then it, it's it's it, we have a large gaps between because, like I said, like I leave there and I'm like, this is this is that was a terrible decision, and I'm like, what else were you expecting? You just ate three dishes of soft serve ice cream with uh with bacon potato pizza and, and macaroni pizza and like literally just endless amounts and of course you're gonna feel like garbage and then you go to the arcade and you sweat up a storm playing you know that shitty no that's not shitty but that one game where you have the two blue and red pistols and you're firing at people and you're working up a sweat on the papa shot and the next thing you know you're creating a cauldron inside yourself that's just bubbling and ready to explode yes yep sounds about right 100 percent. but Clone God, going good? Place. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah actually yeah it's pretty good um how many episodes is there out now so there's only there's only two actually someone told me there's a third one that was released today mm. or last night uh, i don't know if it has been released but i've only seen two so far uh but again you know we haven't really gotten too far so it's it's just kind of um halfway through the the current arc they're doing so they're doing a clone troopers focused arc and then some other arc and then the end's gonna be like mandalore with ahsoka and darth maul so it'll but, be interesting well i'll be damned yeah that's uh that sounds interesting i uh i have yet to finish the clone wars i started it um, kind of beat around the bush. I mean, it won't take me long at all to to catch up. So I'll probably get around to doing that at some point. When did you start it up? Oh man, four probably, years ago. Uh, four years ago. I mean, I, I probably legit. I don't know. They'll probably probably, probably legit. <laughs> tried to start watching it like mid January and fell off after. Like you know, I was like, oh. it's it's. I don't. It's tough. I don't know if it's as good as Rebels. Rebels is. I like Rebels because it, it introduces new characters. So, I mean, so does Clone Wars, but it's more focused around new characters. Um, and it's just, it feels like a different story overall. Yeah. While Clone Wars, you, you kind of know what to expect a little bit. There's some surprises and... and yeah, I just hear in like whatnot, Clone Wars, but... like the main reason I wanted to watch is like, I know apparently there's like a Darth Bane arc in Clone Wars or something like that with Yoda. You, know, you want me to be honest with you? Yeah. Darth Bane's probably in it for thirty seconds. Oh my god! Really? It's 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 a Yoda arc where he goes to uh, Malakor, which used to be Korriban, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, his spirit like shows up for thirty seconds and talks to Yoda. That's about it. But <sighs> I will say that may be my favorite episode in the entire series. It's uh, it's either the second or last episode of season six. Okay. See, there's like things that maybe I should just like start from. Like Drew says, season three on is really good. I think sometimes I'm wondering maybe I should yeah. just start from there. It's when they it's it's when they really start to pick things up. Um, and I mean, it, 
you also need that character development with the first two seasons because by the third season you you kind of have an idea of who the characters are and you start to care for them whatnot so i I wouldn't skip the first two seasons but just temper your expectations and understand that they're not going to be the best quality um and what's really weird is you told me to watch in chronological order the like very first episode in chronological order like the first episode of the first season it's supposed to be part of like season three or season four chronologically which makes no sense yeah and so like max had told me to do and i looked at the list and you know the first four episodes um were you know from other seasons but then everything out afterwards from what i saw was in you know order they released in the season so i'm like oh it's probably not a huge deal but then i got to like season two and three i'm like what the hell is going on i'm like that character literally died 10 episodes ago and now he's just walking around like nothing happened so i guess for any listeners out there who haven't started it find the chronological order and listen or and watch it um in that order because then it's going to make a lot more sense and it'll be a much better viewing you won't get confused yeah i don't understand why they did that it makes no sense to me like yeah. literally if you look at the list i mean it jumps around pretty much all over the place to like season three or four like there's like weird episodes that mix in like you could like go 18 episodes straight from like season five you could start like or like season four you could start and then like you go like 20 episodes in and then it's like random episode from season two you need to watch right now to make to make the next episode yeah. make sense it's like <clears throat> like i could make i could <clears throat> I could get it if it was like a prequel type of thing where they had an arc. It's like, you know, this is a flashback to an event that already yeah. passed. But it's like one off episodes that just does not really fit. And I'm just like, what, what is going on? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's very strange. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. Uh, again, highly recommend watching it. Um, you haven't really missed much in season seven yet. So, you know, you can hold off on that and uh, watch Rebels as well. All right. Well, yeah. Well, I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna look into uh, Clone Wars and see see. I need it. Like I said, I need to go through it again. I want It's not that long of a watch. Like each episode's like 19, 20 minutes. It seems so uh, mm-hmm. I can blow through it pretty quick. But um, yeah. Well, I'll catch up on it at some point. Let you know what I feel. But uh, I'm glad uh, Clone Wars is going well. That is on Disney Plus. It is the last season. So um, exciting stuff. If you're a Star Wars fan, if you want to get into something new while you wait for the next movies and whatnot. Um. Moving on to the next topic, uh, so at uh, some con of some kind, I can't remember what it was, they released to, or started selling to the public only there, the novelized version of The Rise of Skywalker. And um, in this book, a lot of things came became clearer, um, whether by intent of J.J. Abrams or intent of the of the uh i don't know of disney or something because they some of these decisions that happen in this novelization don't really reflect i will they definitely don't reflect what the movie was trying to tell us in some cases so you wonder either okay was this based off jj's original script and they pulled from it to kind of round out the story or was this just like hey we need to try and clear some things up for this from this movie and let's do it in the novel. It seems like that's kind of, I mean, I don't know, probably I would say maybe 1% of the Rise of Skywalker's audience is going to go buy and read the novelization. Yeah. So uh, that that seems a little absurd to me. But 
the the novelization is canon. It is it is canon. It is like what actually technically happened in the universe. Um, so I wanted to touch on some of those topics. One of them being that it's confirmed that Palpatine is a clone in the Rise of Skywalker. He is not uh, a you know a rescued body from the Death Star explosion. He didn't survive the Death Star explosion. Um, he literally is uh, a clone. That in the novel it mentions Kylo Ren sees all these vials and things being pumped into him, and Kylo re- recognizes it from you know his studies and things that he's learned that it's from the Clone Wars. Um, and I believe the line is in the novelization, uh, "You're a clone," and Palpatine replies, uh, "More than a clone, less than a man," um, is is the reply. Um. In the movie, there's one line by Dominic Monaghan that says something like... Um, uh, They're talking about like how, how is Palpatine back, and he says something about like cloning si- technology. Yeah, he said, he said like uh, Sith cloning dark magic or something like that is what he says. He says something like that. But it's said in such a way that it's like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe that's what it is. or Or it just sounds like he's hysterical trying to come up with a reason why. And he wasn't hysterical, but just trying to come up with the reason why Palpatine would be alive. But the movie doesn't really focus on that or confirm that's the reason why he's alive. So, um, for me, as a moviegoer, I thought for sure it was just the undead body of Palpatine. It wasn't a clone. It was just his what, what was remaining of his body after the explosion, which was remarkably a lot for yeah. you know being blown up in the yeah. middle of a giant moon-sized space station. Mm-hmm. Um but that's what I thought. But now it is confirmed. He was a clone. And I wanted to know what your thoughts were on that, Tim. Yes. Um, I'm okay with him being a clone, but I don't like how they actually release the information. I think I think it's dumb that not only do you conclude an entire saga of nine movies and not include that and then release something afterwards saying, hey, here's everything we didn't mention in the movie that clears up our plot holes that we, we left wide open. I think it's it's one either extremely sloppy or they were forced to fit way too much into one movie, which is something we've already discussed that this could have easily been two different movies. But I mean, there, there's multiple things, the, the Palpatine being the clone thing. And then I believe later on, you know, after Ben actually dies, doesn't he come back and talk to Ray as a ghost? I believe uh, he like he in, like says something in her, in her yeah, head he, or something he, like that. Like, Talk to her. It's like why why not include that in the movie? Yeah. Which, you know, there's a lot of theories out there that, you know, he wasn't originally supposed to die. Mm-hmm. And people think there's like a last second write off and they just scrubbed him from the film. Um, which is something else, I guess, that that could play into part as to why they're clearing that or adding that into the novelization. But I don't know. I, I think it's dumb because as you said, one percent of the fans who went and saw the movie are probably gonna read that. And I, I don't think that's fair for, you know, average fans who don't go out to read all of those, ex, you know, other books that they release and comics and things like that and have absolutely no idea. Yeah. But, Agreed. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the yeah. I think the most annoying thing was that that could have been answered with one line. I mean, literally, the book yeah. explains it one line and. Every fan, every person who went and saw The Rise of Skywalker knows what a clone is in the Star Wars universe. Everyone does. Right. 
it literally took would have taken that line from the novelization or just something simple uh that kylo recognizing like i've seen this technology before you're a clone yeah and and he's like you're you're weak uh and like you know mocking him a little bit or something literally could have just one line i'm no screenwriter (laughs) but like one line you put that in there and it explains why he's alive and boom there we go and I think it would have been better, too, because it mentioned that, you know, Palpatine's body was about to give up and he'd die or something like that. And I think that would have been nice to get a perspective from him. So if him just being there and just sitting back and not doing anything, that there's actually time that he had to fight against. Yeah. Um, and so he started to force things to to come together. But um, I, I just don't understand because, you know, with the Avengers, they more than happily made it longer than three hours. I don't know why Star Wars and J.J. Abrams just didn't push it to be over three hours to include things like this. Yeah, I don't know if it was just because of the brand. And, like, you know, the brand is that it's it's not... And I, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Like, the brand is that it's, you know, there, there are these films that get what need to be said in, like, a couple hours. But it's still the longest movie in the Star Wars, the, the Skywalker saga... Um, and Star as long as Star Wars movie period I believe, uh, yeah, and uh, it, and you know, yeah, there's no reason not to do that. I mean, Lord of the Rings, every movie was about three hours long, uh, and and Endgame, like you said, was three hours long. Like, let JJ tell the story he needs to tell, and mostly, you know, you got to recognize, again, as we've talked about this endlessly before, it's just like they didn't plan this trilogy. And now you're let, you're making one person decide how this needs to all wrap up, and uh, they have to tie in all these things from different storylines. You know, give him the chance to be able to do that. Uh, not to say anything needs fixing, but let him tell the story that makes everything a little more cohesive. Um, so yeah, and then obviously you get those moments where you get a, get some breathers between scenes, maybe some extra dialogue. Uh, it, so yeah, I don't know why they didn't want to put in the extra twenty minutes. Everyone would have seen it; would have made the exact same amount of money, um, no doubt, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it was, uh, yeah, that that it is a weird decision. But yeah, back at that novelization, you know, uh, I, I'm still curious: is this were these JJ's ideas, or were the were these pulled from the script, or were these were the, was this Disney trying to do some course correcting? After seeing the movie, I'm like, okay, these are legitimate complaints. Let's let's make this happen and and correcting a couple a uh, couple of things. Yeah, I don't know, but and I don't know if we'll ever find out. I mean, maybe maybe some reporter will ask JJ about it and and maybe he'll be honest with him, or maybe he'll just be like, yeah, yeah I never. That was just mm-hmm. something Disney did outside the movie. It's yeah. <clears throat> and kind of going, I guess, a little off of that, but I don't know if we're gonna talk about this later. But then declaring that the blu-ray version of the release is not going to have any deleted scenes either it's just oh, going to really? be the movie yeah, yeah i saw that yeah which and- i also think is odd what are it, it's like they're trying to hide something have they had deleted scenes in the past too yeah the new ones I, well uh, the last Jedi, yeah the last Jedi, there was i don't know if they released it with the blu-ray but i they're don't know out. if they did with force awakens Force Awakens, there was there, there was there was a couple okay. couple scenes from Force Awakens, and yeah, there there was with the Last Jedi because wasn't there a, I know for a fact there was that scene out there of her running to the oh yeah because because Luke had the three lessons and yeah the third mm-hmm. lesson the third they one cut one out of the movie it. yeah, yeah. Uh, that third lesson or the second lesson or whatever it would have been yeah. but it was 
her going to the the caretakers who she thought were being attacked and like her running across the water and stuff. So there were deleted scenes in in the previous two, I believe. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because the Rise of Skywalker's deleted scenes are like so crucial to the plot <laughs> that it's like, oh, if we show these, they're like, why didn't you have this you actually in the this? movie? Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas like those other ones, you're like, okay, they're cut. I mean, they're just deleted scenes. It's st- a typical deleted scene is something like, okay, I can see why they deleted that. Or right. yeah, that would have been cool in the movie, but it's no big deal. But the Rise of Skywalker is like, oh, oof, uh, this completely changes the whole dang story. Like for for instance, the, the rumor out there is there's this character named the Eye of Webbish Bog, and he resides on Mustafar. Which, by the way, in the movie, we obviously we're not told the planet Kylo is on is Mustafar for some reason until the novelization. Until the novelization, so we find out that that's Mustafar, and Kylo has to confront a character whose name is the Eye of Webbish Bog, and it's like a spider-like. 2020 vision spider-like alien creature like who's crawling over the head of what looks like a giant alien baby and I, this sounds so weird <laughs> and he's like he tells kylo he has to like confront something or you know become who he truly is meant to be and it's <laughs> i have no idea i haven't really looked into this but there's concept art for it and apparently there's a still image of it uh, that is legit a still image, not concept art of the scene that will probably never be released. And, I, you know, one of our buddies at work, Zach, is like, oh, man, I wish they would included that. But for me, I'm like, I have absolutely no idea what that adds to the story. Like, what is this weird creature that yeah. appears for just It, it would just feel time? like they just threw it in there for yeah. no reason. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good point, Tim. The deleted scenes thing is bothering me. I mean, I, I wish they would... I wish they would go all in with that stuff. You know, director's cut, extended mm-hmm. editions, all that. But, um, you know, I don't know. I guess it's just not on Star Wars brand. They just kind of, well, no, that's, yeah, well, at least the new Star Wars brand because George Lucas is, you know, revising things, revising all, the things all the time. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Any chance he could the revise a previous movie, he's like, let's do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's. Also, they said in the novelization, too, that Ray and Kylo's kiss was not romantic. or Not that it wasn't meant to be romantic, but they clearly say in, in the subtext that it's uh, Ray kiss Kylo. It was, not romantic. It was a, yeah, it was a kiss of, <laughs> of, of gratitude. Mm, yeah, and, mm. yeah, I know a lot of people that kiss for gratitude. Oh, my God, mm. man, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's the only type yeah, of the kisses I've ever had. The lady at Hy-Vee the other day helped me find the corn tortillas, and I just... Laid one right on her mm, and there you go. swept her up and just gave her a big old smooch. And I was like, this is a kiss of gratitude. <laughs> and, then I, and then I held her face like Ray held Ben's. And I was like, this is just gratitude holding. This has <laughs> nothing to do with romance. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought I didn't buy that. And I, there was yeah. a couple, Well, there was a couple of things. I, I did say at the after the movie, I thought like that could have been interpreted as like, you know them just having a bunch of human emotions right yeah. now in a very powerful Relief moment, and, and they and they kiss each other, yeah. and like, but you don't just simply kiss each other like that without any romance. So, yeah. it, you know, I don't know if they're like walking that back because they didn't know if people liked the Raylo thing or not. But I remember being stunned when mm-hmm. I saw that in the theaters. I didn't see that coming from a mile away. When no. that happened, I was like, "What?" Well, yeah. Not in a bad way, but I was just like, "What?" never saw that coming at all. That was like, I thought that was clearly a Tumblr fan theory. Uh, you know, people just wanting to ship 
characters, as the kids would say. And I, I did not uh, was I was like, oh, that's just stupid. They would never do that. And mm-hmm. sure enough, it happened. I was, like, I was all about that gratitude. You know, hey, I was, <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> when I saw that, I kissed my neighbor out of gratitude. Mm, there you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, you know, <laughs> nice. <laughs> How do you forget this, Max? You're the one sitting next to me. <laughs> you were his neighbor, guy. Oh it. yeah, that's right. He was he asleep did during uh, the second showing. That's, that's true. What it was. He was asleep. I was I was passed out. <laughs> But um, yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Why, why are you kiss? Oh, oh this is a kiss of gratitude. Kind of gratitude. Yeah. Uh, but the whole the whole novel isn't out yet. I'm sure there's gonna be other things that are revealed in it. But I mean, it'll probably. I mean, pretty much the whole thing will be spoiled by the time it's. I mean, people have already spoiled those major parts in the book, so I'm sure the whole thing will be spoiled by the time it's supposed to come out, which I think is like March 20th or something. March 28th. I think the 16th. Oh, 16th? Okay. Um, I don't know. March 20th is... I don't know. Uh, I might pick it up and read it. Who knows? I've never read any of those novelizations before, but sometimes you can get some little tidbits in there that, you know, enhance your viewing the next time you watch it, just because... But who knows if that's going to be the case with this one. But, um, you know, hopefully it fills in some gaps that people wanted, and, you know, let's be positive about it. Hopefully it, you know, answers questions or just makes the movie a better experience for people who already really liked it. So, mm-hmm. um, let's go with that. Um... Okay, well, moving right along to our uh, third big topic we had uh, planned out for tonight, and that was the the uh, Project Luminous. Um, Project Luminous. That was the the title of the secret undergoing of something new at at uh, you know Disney and Lucasfilm, but we weren't sure what it was going to be. If it was going to be movies, video games, TV shows, uh, strictly publishing. We weren't sure, but the rumor was that it was going to focus on an age called the High Republic, mm-hmm. and uh, when weed was legalized in the galaxy. Exactly mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. How do you think they got their powers? <laughs> um, so they uh, they announced that it is Project Luminous is a project called Star Wars: The High Republic. Um, something to say right up front is that this is strictly a publishing venture as of right now. Uh, there is been no plans to make a movie or video game or TV show based on the High Republic. They aren't saying it won't happen. They're just saying that this has been formulated, created, and begun as just so, published. <clears throat> so I thought they had said that Project Luminous was going to tie into the next video game and the next Yeah, so that was just a series. rumor. That was just a rumor. Uh, Damn the, rumors. The, yeah, the a couple of the head uh, people over there, actually the the head person at the project said, uh, you know, it's not that it's not that it won't happen. It absolutely could happen. They're more than welcome to play in that universe. R- but this is strictly as of right now, a hundred percent, a publishing venture. So mm-hmm. uh, comics, uh, comics and, and books is what we're going to get from this. Um, uh, and it's exploring an entirely unexplored as, f- uh, in, as far as Canon goes, since all that other stuff is now legends, like old Republic and everything is still kind of legends. Um, is exploring an age of time that we've never gotten from uh, Star Wars yet, and I'm I'm very excited about it. Uh, the High Republic is a period of time in the Star Wars universe where the Jedi are at their peak, they're at their height of power. Um, uh, they have basically exterminated almost the entire Sith Order at this point of time in this in this era. So like the Phantom Menace, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, this seems to happen a lot for them. What goes around comes around. Yeah. Um, and uh, they are expanding their reach in the galaxy. 
to you know setting up outposts and everything like that to you know set up the Jedi guard and you know be protectors of the galaxy as they are <clears throat> until what is the big event of this whole project which they're calling the great disaster and we don't know what that is but the great disaster happens and throws the galaxy into pandemonium of sorts um so yeah we don't know what all that means until we actually get to get into the books and the comics but from what they've said is that these comics and these books are going to be tied together it's going to tell a story um, a one cohesive story of sorts but from various different characters points of view so it's like um you know, characters will cross over into different books, cross mm-hmm. over to different comics, um, be mentioned in different areas, um, and uh, they will be told in one unified way. Uh, they also say that they have a specified beginning and end for the story that they've formulated, not to say there won't be spinoff stories or ways that universe is going to continue, but what they, what Project Luminous is, they do have a, a thought-out beginning and end, which is crazy considering the amount of work that must have been to think out all these comics, the storylines for all the comics and all the books that you're going to do, um, which I guess they haven't even said anything about comics yet. Really, it's just it's just uh, been the books. I thought they did. Did they? Maybe they have. Um, I'm not sure. But <clears throat> I know they're making uh, or they're going to have writings for adults and kids as well, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, kids through adults, including young adult novels. Uh, uh, one of the authors, Claudia Gray, apparently is is fantastic. Um, uh, so, yeah, that that's basically what that is. Um, but yeah, it's it's a curious thing. Um, there's a lot of really cool concept art they put out there. They apparently they've been working on this for four to five years, um, and it's kind of it's cool. It's like it's giving us a breath of fresh air in mm-hmm. Star Wars. It's giving us new things, new ideas, um, yeah, and and new ways to look at it. For instance, the Sith, right, Tim, are no longer. The villains, at least in this story, the main villains are going to be uh, called the Nile, N-I-H-I-L, who are described as space Vikings. That's pretty rad. Yeah. I'm excited for that. But, I mean, as you're saying, it's it's cool because it's, it's, it's a time that hasn't really been explored. So we get a bunch of new characters, and um, as they described them, it's going to be kind of a uh, Knights of the Round Table type mm-hmm. of thing, which I, th- I think is cool because they're kind of going into the whole King Arthur yep. ordeal. And then th- didn't they say that the Jedis are basically going to be similar to um, just kind of uh, old Western yep. types of people where they're just kind of patrolling the galaxy, just trying like to Rangers. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which I, I think is pretty cool because it-, it seems a little less organized than where we get it in phantom menace but yet they're still at the height of their power and it's gonna show us things that we haven't seen before because i think they also mentioned that you're gonna see the force in new ways Mm -hmm. that we haven't seen in any of the movies so i i at first i was a little skeptical but that was more along the lines when i thought they're gonna do movies alongside it and i was like well this, this seems very similar to you know the prequel trilogy but the fact that they're only doing books, I, I like that because they're they're starting to expand the Star Wars universe outside of just movies and characters that we know. We're not getting more content between episodes three and four or characters existing between movies. So I'm I'm excited about that. I think it's a step in the right direction and hopefully we'll open up 
potentially new movies down yeah. the road. Exactly. And it's not, yeah, again, as I said, it's not to be discouraged that they didn't announce video games, TV, and movies. They're, you know, building a universe here that's going to be rich and full of tons of new canon and characters and ideas that absolutely could translate to movies and TV shows and video games. It's and it might happen sooner rather than later, too. You just never know uh, how that's going to be. And again, I'm I'm very excited about this. None of the books and the new books have really interested me, mostly because it's just like they're all stories that are leading to something that have been told. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's like this is the lead up book to the rise of Skywalker. And it's like, do I really do I really need to know what happens yeah. between this the the last Jedi and at least for this like oh it's like this is a takes place in a whole three months before the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Like, do I need to like know I, what happens? I read <clears throat> so I read that book, the one um between Rise of Sky or between uh Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. And it, I mean, it was interesting, but absolutely nothing in that book was ever mentioned in the movie. So it's just a little story, a little adventure that you get to follow along. But some of the main characters in that book weren't even on screen in the movie, or at yeah. least you would have no idea. And so it, it does feel disconnected because it's like, well, why did I spend all this time yeah. reading about these people and this adventure that it's not even alluded to? Like, for example... In the book, you're mostly on Ryloth, which is where the the Twi'leks, you know, mm-hmm. live. I don't even think there's a Twi'lek in the in the movie at all. Yeah. So it's just it, it's not. It, there's it just feels kind of like a waste of time. So that's what I'm excited about having this connection between books, where they're going to reference other characters and and maybe other events that occurred. So kind of like a Marvel type of thing, where you have those individual movies. And then group encounters, and yeah. they'll make references to things that happen in other books. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the main complaints people have about new canon is that they do feel like it's just it's disjointed. Uh, it doesn't mm. make it doesn't connect. And I mean, and a part of that I think is because the directors they don't care. And it's not like that's a. I mean, I'm not blaming them for not caring. Right. It's just like you know, hey guys, I've watched the movies and I fell in love with the movies, but I'm not gonna. I'm not sitting at home reading all the books and stuff like that. I'm, I'm here to make this movie mm-hmm. based off of what I know, which are these movies. And right. so like, if you're wanting to make decisions in your movie at like rise of Skywalker, like, Oh, you can't do that because there's a few, there's a trilogy of books that came out after the force awakens that has this and this. And Jay's just like, what the fuck? What are these? What books? He's like, yeah. it's like, what do you mean? Like, this is my story. I told in the force awakens. You tell me I can't follow it. Like, so I understand what they're saying, but also I feel like that's something where Lucasfilm should be like, Hey, this is how the story's going. Lay out a plan. Like, hey, you're telling this movie here. These are the books. We're going to have you consult on these books, like with some of the main ideas, so we could tell this linear story. And that seems like what they're, they're, they're doing it in reverse order this time. They're giving the movie makers tons of content to pull from that can be linear with movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting. And, it, I mean, hopefully we do get that stuff sooner or later because the concept art they put out is – is super cool. The Nile, the Space Vikings, totally different type of villain. Mm-hmm. Um, so much different than the Sith that we've known before. Um, and then, uh, you know, just the look of the Jedi. They have these really, like, I mean, they have these cool new Jedi robes and just the new outfits and stuff like that and what they look like, when they what they wear. Um, and then, of course, they've, like, they've gone gangbusters on the lightsabers. I don't know if you've seen those. You've seen those images of the the stuff they put out for the um, the promotional images for the High Republic and stuff like that. But there's like one shot that uh, one of the concept artists made of like nine or ten Jedi standing next to each other and they all have their lightsabers out and each lightsaber is different from the other. 
and some of them have like a hilt, but not like a the Kylo Ren hilt, just like a standard, like almost like a like a sword hilt with the blade coming out. And then some have like these really long, like natural looking uh, hilts uh, that like have like almost like a dagger or some like ribbon hanging off the bottom and the blade colors are different. Like one of them, one of the blades is a double pronged blade that's white. And then another one is a all black blade, which is not the dark saber that we know from Mandalorian and from clone wars and from rebels, but it's like a legit black lightsaber. Um, so there's a whole bunch of different concepts. They they're like, hey, you know what? Lightsabers are cool. Let's go crazy. And I and mm-hmm. I actually, you know, it, it's kind of funny. Like I'm, I'm like 75 percent. That is awesome. I'm also 25 percent. Like this looks like something that I conceptualized when I was in grade school and, and and was doodling in class. Like, oh, cool to be if there was a a black lightsaber with like a really long like twisty hilt and it was like you know it always it always was like kind of ridiculous imaginative stuff but uh it seems like they're letting their imagination run away with them and i'm actually okay with it i'm okay with it you know give us something new you know and and make it good that's all i care about yeah i I agree is this the image you're talking about is this Uh, uh, Um, i can i mean i i uh i'm okay with that i i like to have the different looks and 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 them have it change up a little bit because, I mean, the newest series they only really introduced one new lightsaber. Well, I guess two with Leia's at the end. Um, oh, let me take a look at this real quick. But I mean, I this is I I like this because it, it has a little bit more variation, and you know, then they can start to dive into like the different colors and mm-hmm. what it means for those those people. So, I I think this maybe a time where the Jedi isn't as strict where everyone is, you know, doing the same thing and following the same beliefs beliefs. It's a little bit more where they have um, control of what they do and their own trainings. I mean, there's a, is that a purple lightsaber? Yeah. And then an orange. So I like that. being able to include all of those and, and individualize them. So it's just not green and blue um, people who all kind of behave very similar to each other. Oh, so, yeah, no, it's it's yeah. There's there's that's the that's the cool stuff there. Which, by the way, what I thought was the most interesting part of this whole announcement, the higher public, this this whole project was formulated off of one idea, and the idea was, what scares the Jedi? That was the question they asked, and that's what started this whole project. What mm-hmm. scares the Jedi? And so that's what they came up with. This is so so we're gonna find out. Um, Tim, you had a great point. The Nile, N I H I L. Mm-hmm. Have a very similar sounding name to Dark Nihilus. Darth Nihilus, yep. Um, who is a character from the Old Republic Two or yeah, Knights of the Old Knights Republic Two? Old Republic Two. Um, and it's this cool Sith looking character with like a white, almost. I don't know. He was like a white mask, yeah. but like supposedly. So I haven't gotten to this part of the game yet, but supposedly he literally is like consumed so much by the dark side and the hate that his body is like dead and the only thing that's keeping him alive is his hate mm. and the dark side Brilliant. so he's basically like kind of like a spirit almost but yeah. it, it's kind of an interesting idea and yeah i brought that up where i'm like you know i'm wondering if it's spelled you know, the exact same way it's like i think so the the viking niles is n-i-h-l but he's n-h-i-l i i just know mm. the h and the i's are reversed mm. but i think that'd be kind of cool if they use this to introduce nihilus as like the main villain yeah. or something 
Um, but then again, they'd be including Sith at that point. It seems like they're kinda... wanting to do something different, but right. also it'd be cool to see that, like the Nile have someone they worship, and maybe Darth Nihilus is like a Sith of some kind, but he's he interprets the the Force in a different way mm-hmm. um, than just like the dark side or even the light side does, and maybe even a more frightening way. Um, but yeah, that's that's a, that's a good point. Um, but uh, the first book for this whole project won't even be out till August 25th. It'll be Star Wars wow. Celebration time mm-hmm. when the first book for this whole thing drops. Um, I'm sure they're going to have a panel on it that we'll be able to attend. That will be really, really cool. But yeah, um, but yeah it's uh, you guys go check it out. There's a trailer for it on YouTube, The High Republic. And it's it's you know it just kind of goes through some of the concept images. It goes with some of the authors talking about what, what they're doing with it and how, how the idea came about. It's just all very interesting. So... Um, it's going to be a new, brand new uh, foray into the Star Wars universe that uh, we'll be sure to cover here on Force Vision as we go about it, uh, find topics and books that we recommend, um, and all that. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time. So, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's a short little episode. I don't know if we have anything to cover. What, uh, what is there anything else? This, was it like fifty minutes? Did you see this thing today about Star Wars Project Maverick leaked? I so, did see that. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I hadn't read it yet. I was, I, I was going to, but on Star Wars leaks. Yeah, I Everyone's didn't want like, to. Leagues are back, baby. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel comfortable <laughs> reading these. Like, yes. <laughs> I have, yes. I, have, I, I feel comfortable because it's like, well, that's not spoiling anything. Spoiling anything. Yeah, no. Well, I guess something else they've confirmed that they're coming out with, uh, um, Fallen Order too. Oh, really? That's supposed to come out in I think twenty twenty two. Okay. Um. Now I think this is a rumor, but it's going to be him much much older. Um, I mean, I didn't play. I didn't play this first one yeah max hasn't either but uh um, but I, I hear it's good i think i watched my brother play it a little bit it's uh it's incredible yeah. uh for anyone who who still hasn't played it or still hasn't finished it yet you need to finish it or play it it's it's just a really good story because again you get something new it's a different character and you get to kind of see them grow firsthand and i mean it's just the gameplay is really fun story is even better yeah um and the ending is Absolutely, fantastic. Right here, yeah, we'll see if I get around. You got two and a half <laughs> years till the next one comes out, so uh. yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I can do you that. You got a long to do list. Yeah. Fallen Order, Clone Wars, Knights of the Republic. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all right, guys. Well, uh, I guess that's gonna do it for today's Force Vision. Uh, we talk about uh. You know, some good things. Uh, definitely brought up uh, cool topics that have come around. Of course, uh, if there's more topics you want us to discuss or any ideas uh, that you have, you can always download the, uh, the Anchor app and submit a voice message to the Cinemaxic Podcast. We will patch you right in. Your voice will be heard. It will be like you're on a phone call with us. It's kind of cool. Uh, you can also reach us at Cinemaxic at on Instagram, uh, Cinemaxipod on Instagram, Cinemaxic on Twitter. And, uh, of course, listen to us where all your podcasts are heard be sure to share with your friends your family co-workers fellow jedi sith star wars fans alike and we'd be eternally grateful um that's gonna do it for today's episode thank you guys so much for listening as always i'm your host max Leadham at max fozzy for my co-host tim reichmuth at tim trist yep and the producer slash seducer himself jordan katzer jay katz yeah yeah thank you once again for having us to your lovely apartment on these super comfy couches mm. and we will see you next time on the force vision podcast Later.